Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Jill Tallman, and this is AOPA's Pilot Briefing for the week of February 12th, 2024, bringing you the top five things you need to know in general aviation news this week. This is AOPA's Pilot Briefing, your general aviation news update, brought to you by the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. The Senate Committee on Commerce, Science, and Transportation passed the FAA reauthorization bill last week with a host of amendments that address operations across the entire aviation system, from commercial air travel to general aviation. Unfortunately, one of those amendments struck portions of the bill that would have required public-use airports to charge fair and reasonable parking fees and make them transparent. It is unclear when the full Senate will take up the measure The House passed its FAA reauthorization bill in a bipartisan and overwhelming 351-69 vote in July 2023. Pilots be on the lookout for an invitation to participate in a survey by email or mail asking about general aviation. It's legit and data from your responses is used to make decisions on funding allocation and access the impact of GA on the U.S. economy. The 46th Annual General Aviation Survey is the only source of information that details the size and scope of the GA fleet, the number of hours flown, and the ways people use GA aircraft. About 30% of the fleet, more than 80,000, is surveyed. Those who are invited to participate will receive an invitation by mail or email, as I said, and are highly encouraged to take the 10 to 15 minutes to respond to the survey. Even if you didn't fly last year, you sold your aircraft or your aircraft was damaged. Vans Aircraft is giving customers waiting on orders that include non-airframe components two weeks to decide whether to accept or reject price increases for engines, propellers, and avionics, ranging from 3 to 12 percent. Vans Aircraft needs 70 percent of the roughly 4,800 customers with unfilled orders to accept those higher prices to make its proposed bankruptcy reorganization feasible. The Oregon firm has a few weeks left to figure out if it will convert enough contracts to higher prices paid to be able to reorganize or face potential liquidation if no viable reorganization plan is approved by the court and no buyer emerges to take over in such a case. Garmin announced its new slimline series of common Navcom radios that pack many features in a 1.3-inch cutout. The GTR-205 and GNC-215 are designed for both fixed-wing and rotary-wing aircraft, and they can be used globally with pilot-selectable 25 or 8.33 kilohertz channel spacing. The slim sizing works well in space-limited panels and corresponds to Garmin's earlier generation SL-30 and SL-30. 40 radios. Both radios have a sunlight-readable color LCD screen that displays the currently tuned active and standby frequencies and their airport codes or station ID. The new slim radios are designed to mimic the look of other modern Garmin avionics with backlit keys, a dual concentric knob, and bright color displays. The GTR-TO5 COM radio starts at $2,695. The GNC-215 NAVCOM starts at $5,295. 
After 10 years of growing AOPA, keeping it the world's largest civil aviation organization and protecting general aviation pilots' freedom to fly, AOPA President Mark Baker announced January 30th that he is working with the AOPA Board of Trustees to search for his successor. Baker told staff that he is committed to staying at the helm of AOPA for up to two years while the board works to find the absolute best person to lead AOPA into the future. During this process, Baker said it's business as usual. To get the full story of everything you heard here today, visit AOPA.org and don't forget to follow us on social media. And if you have an Amazon Alexa device, you can now listen to this podcast by saying Alexa Play Pilot Briefing on TuneIn. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Jill Tallman. Fly safely, fly often, and I'll talk to you again next week.